0: what i betray
1: you we all have our secrets we just didn't get to yours yet the world is arming faster than we can respond where's 007
0: i need a favor brother you're the only one i trust for this The world's moved on, Commander Bond. You were double-O? Two years. So stay in your lane. You get in my way, I will put a bullet in your knee. The
1: one that works. I thought you two would get along.
0: Name? Bond.
1: James Bond.
0: So you're not dead?
1: Hello Q, I've missed you is the most valuable asset this country has. If you feel yourself losing control,
0: I'm not going to lose... ...control. James, you gave up everything for her. When her secret finds its way out,
1: it'll be the death of you. What is it? You don't know what
0: this is. James Bond. Licence to kill. History of violence. I could be speaking to my own reflection. Only your skills die with your body.
1: Mine will survive long after I'm gone. History isn't kind to men who play God.
0: Welcome back to the Cinemani World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our official movie review for No Time to Die. This is the latest installment in the Bond franchise, and I am joined by Bond fanatic himself from the yeah, Cinematic World team, Alex. Hello, my what, friend.
1: What is going on? Uh, so for anybody who is who knows me, this has been probably my most anticipated movie for about like two years now um, yeah yeah and I like I cannot believe that after 18 months like we finally got it like I was I was so scared at our press screening too we actually saw this about a week and a half ago and then I saw it again yesterday um, but at our press screening they were like oh the fan for the projectors broken so I was like there's nothing in this world that want like everything just crashing down nobody wants me to see this movie mm-hmm Yeah. And like, I didn't believe I'd saw saw it until the end credits came on. I was like, oh my God, I just, I just saw a new Bond
0: movie. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that every time the movie got delayed, you'd be absolutely crushed and stuff. This was one of the movies during that was supposed to come out last year, which is nuts to think about. This is supposed to come out when? It was last, supposed to it was
1: supposed to come out like April eighth. So it was supposed to come out yeah. like six, a week before my birthday. So I was like, yeah, and early birthday they, present.
0: Then they pushed it to November of last year. Mm-hmm. Then they pushed it into like April of this year. And then mm-hmm. they finally pushed it into November of this year. Which I think is I think November is a better slot than April. You
1: mean October? Um
0: yeah, October, October, October. Yeah. yeah, I think October is a much better slot than April. I'm ca- so yeah, I'm-, um, I'm glad they kind of they kind of pushed it and stuff. But was- uh, yeah, it was one of those pandemic movies that was constantly just <laughs> delayed.
1: I'm kind of surprised they didn't go for a November release, though, because the last all, all of them since Casino Royale, uh, since World's Not Enough, actually, I think have come out in November. So I'm kind of surprised they didn't go for like a Thanksgiving Day weekend
0: release. Mm hmm um it's probably moved they they probably honestly don't didn't want to compete with eternals yeah Cause i know eternals like the week before yeah so uh either way i yeah i'm super excited i'm super excited that uh that the movie finally came out and we saw it and stuff yeah. so everyone this will be a non-spoiler review at the start and then um because it's friday uh, we will talk about uh, we will talk about spoilers towards the end of the review. So let me get into a quick bio from IMDb, and the bio is as follows: James Bond has left active service. His piece is short-lived when Felix Leiter. I hope I said that right. Yep, you did. Uh, Felix Leiter, an old friend from the CIA, turns up asking for help, leading Bond onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. Uh, movie of course stars Daniel Craig as James Bond returning for his. This is what his fifth movie, fourth movie, uh, fifth and final one. Yep, yeah, fifth and final movie. Uh, and then we, and then the cast is as follows we had Rami Malek. uh, we had Leah Sato. Hope I, hopefully, I said that right too. Yeah. Uh, Lashana Lynch making like make you know, one of her. Big breakout role. She wasn't Captain Marvel, but Love I think her. this is yeah. I think this is a great come up for her. Ben Winshaw, Ralph Fiennes, uh, Naomi Harris. Some of the some of the old cast returning. Jeffrey Wright, uh, Anna Dearmas came in for a little stint uh, and stuff. So movie finally comes out the trailers have been great of course it's been kind of rough as far as like the release schedule and all Mm -hmm. that stuff and all the constant delays and how much money they put behind the movie and how much the movie has to make to break even which is gonna be a hard task but we will see um what ends up happening with the movie but as far as the movie as 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 itself as it goes let's get some thoughts in what did you think
1: As an enormous Bond fan, someone who waited six years in between Spectre and this one and somebody who actually defends Spectre, I acknowledge the problems it has, but who defends Spectre um, and was enormously excited when I saw this trailer debut on Good Morning America in 2019 um, and then waiting another 18 months for the movie to come out worth the wait. Uh, one of my favorite bond films. I don't, after a second viewing, I might have gone down a couple slots to cause I said top three initially, it might be top five. Now I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, but it's definitely, definitely like, I don't think it, if it's a top five, I don't think it's ever going to leave the top five. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it. Third, third best Daniel Craig bond movie. Uh, but I mean, that's, I mean, Casino Royal and Skyfall are so good. Like they're hard to top. Um, Um, I mean, I thought that this movie took big, enormous risks that the series hasn't taken before, which it's it's weird because the critical consensus on uh, Rotten Tomatoes says it isn't the boldest or most daring 007 adventure. I'm like, really? Like, uh,
0: yeah, some of the responses. So we you and I actually saw it. We saw it super early, so
1: yeah.
0: Uh, the the embargo for this movie has been up for a long time, as far as reviews go. Yeah, but of course it's the opening weekend, so more people are are are, are like seeing it now. Um, so we saw it not this past Tuesday, but we saw it like two weeks ago. Yeah, um, September twenty eighth. Super early, uh, and before before we before, I love how you had the the the, the date jotted down. <laughs> um, <laughs> before b- before we did the review, I wanted to see it a second time. So that's when I did the stupid screenings. Man, I, I love them and I hate them. I know, me you know too. what I'm saying? Same, because I'm the same way, you and I was like, man, if this is a screening, sometimes they some studios nail it. They 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 nail it. You know when it yeah. comes to like, it's gonna be an IMAX screening or it's gonna right. be like a Dolby screening. Like a Quiet Place Part Two was a Dolby screening. Uh, Aquaman a couple of years ago that we went to was a do- was an IMAX screening. Yep. Far from Home was an IMAX screening. So some of these some of these big movies I'm like oh my god Alex can you imagine I kept saying They're that I was IMAX. like it, I I, I
1: like, said I was like it's gonna be complete bullshit if we don't see it.
0: Part of me does not want to request a screener for The Eternals because oh, no. I want to experience that on a massive screen. Well, dude, that's so,
1: that's like how I felt about Shang-Chi and Suicide Squad. I was like, why are the yeah, front Shang-Chi, speakers that- on the
0: we're seeing on the we're seeing it in downtown, which has the worst screens in Boston. Yeah, meaning like you know, so no time to die. We had to see it, and I and I know we're very fortunate to see these movies early, and I'm very very grateful. I will never complain as far as that, especially right. not having to do like public screenings and stuff. Right, like that. Public, right. Public screenings are the absolute worst. But um, I had to see this again on the big screen, so I went yesterday and I saw it in IMAX, and it was glorious in IMAX. It was and it was
1: awesome in Dolby. Yeah, oh, like I the
0: sounds, the, the sound and the score, everything like that it, was you know, crazy. You
1: know, it's crazy how much more you get out of a movie like this when you watch it in Dolby or IMAX.
0: It's nuts. Yeah, because even when we when we had to do this was actually just because of how much ticket, how much tickets were were sold out for endgame but we had to watch it the first time in downtown on a dinky screen yeah and stuff but when i saw endgame the next day in imax i was like oh my god this is nuts yeah you know exactly um movie theaters movies in general have just come a long way just like they they just they shouldn't look that good on the screen but Watching No Time to Die, watching like the forest sequence oh, in the movie in the IMAX, it was just dude, nuts.
1: That's an, that's another thing too, like the action in this movie. Like if one of your complaints for Spectre Jesus was, Christ, at-
0: I saw somebody say that somebody said that it has mediocre action. I said, oh, okay, See, I, don't know I, what's I, going I kind,
1: on. I kind, <laughs> I kind of felt like that when we watched it the first time. But when I watched it in Dolby yesterday, I was like, I'm completely wrong. Cause I mm-hmm. like I, I cause I think they kinda have to work around Daniel Craig's like injuries and his age a little bit. Like they had to do that on Spectre. So I don't know if you saw the being James Bond documentary, but a huge reason why the action scenes in Spectre felt a little bit like uninspired and tepid was because he had a broken leg for the whole production. So they had to kind of work around like what they were able to do with the action. So that's why it doesn't feel as like grand or you know like uh like big or like spectacular in that movie and that's one of my complaints with that movie uh this i kind of had that same feeling when we first saw it but then seeing it in dolby like the pre-title sequence is amazing i love that action sequence I, the best action scene in the whole movie is the one with bond and paloma in cuba which is uh anna de Armas
0: hmm I love that. Oh, I agree. Okay, so out of we'll, we'll do that in spoilers as far as like okay. rating the action sequences because if someone was expecting uh- I feel like people went into this expecting like 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 uh like Mission Impossible fallout action. It's more it's more and
1: like yeah.
0: It's Go more ahead. subdued action, but yeah. I don't need all the scale all the time. Right. Like right. I don't need an uncharted get, sequence right. every single action movie. You know what I mean? Like it, it, I think them just taken out, just going in somewhere, guns ablazing. Yeah, like is great.
1: Like it's here's fun, fun here's fun how I movie. here's how I put it. If you want the big spectacular bombastic action sequences in a Daniel Craig movie, Watch Casino Royale. Watch Quantum Assault. Yeah, that's
0: when he was that's when he was like younger. You know what I mean? Yeah. He can't be yeah. he can't watch, granted, the you opening, can the- watch the opening,
1: watch the pre title sequence of Skyfall.
0: Yeah, granted, you can you can say the same thing about like Tom Cruise, but Tom Cruise is right. always pushing pushing himself and going crazy. One day he's gonna like crack his. Oh,
1: I know. Or something. Dude, he'll still walk stuff. out alive.
0: <laughs> right. Um. So as far as the movie, as far as me goes, um, I really enjoyed it. I liked it more the second time. The people, yeah, I saw a lot of responses today because that this is when most of the reviews are coming out today. Mm-hmm. People are saying the script's a mess, and I disagree. People are saying that the story's convoluted or the story's kind of jumbled, and I disagree. Uh, I disagree too. Those same people stand other movies that have atrocious storytelling. Mm, it's venom. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I just, but it beats me. So I was like, ah, yeah. People were like, you know, it's, it's I, long. Okay. I, can, I can get that. Uh, know, yeah, right? but,
1: I can, I can understand saying that the script is a bit messy because it is and the plot Mm -hmm. is completely absurd but this is a james bond movie like every bond movie script unless if it's like casino royale or skyfall is obviously has a freaking messy script and like the plots are always going to be super like convoluted like there's always going to be a lot you have to follow so i don't i don't agree with that argument i also don't agree with the people who say it's too long like yeah i get it two hours and 45 minutes for a bond movie is gargantuan but yeah. at the same time, it feels like it's like 210, 215, maybe. Like it, it's one of the quickest like two hours and forty five minutes movies that I've ever watched. Like I don't get I, yeah. I, I don't understand the complaint that like people are like it's slow and the pacing tanks. I'm like I never got that feeling.
0: I will say that me I think yesterday maybe, maybe towards felt... the
1: middle a little bit.
0: Yeah, yesterday I felt this is this is what happened with when I first saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yesterday I was like, man, this is a little long. That's just because I'm coming right off of work. You know, ten hours. Right. You know what I'm saying? Up at five a.m. and stuff like that. I did that when when you and I went to go see twenty forty nine, I was knocked out. Yeah, yeah. For like a well, that movie shouldn't have been
1: that long anyway. Yeah,
0: but. (laughs) but as far as listen. I think it's expected for James Bond, the final movie for Daniel Craig, to be a long movie, As, especially
1: um, especially where four out of his five have been two and a half hours already.
0: Yeah, I don't think it needs to be two forty three. If I had to give it a time, I think I think it could have been chopped up to at least like two twenty, two twenty five. 2.25. but then that's only like twenty minutes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, exactly. Yeah, my my look at it is when I'm in when I'm in a movie. If, if I'm interested enough, like, what's another what's another 20 minutes, you know? Like uh, I still to this start day Dark Knight Rises, I guess. Yeah, I still to this day cannot picture me sitting in a theater for uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League oh, for no, four I, hours. I like, can't either. That no. is nuts. And I yeah. love me some superheroes. I love me some action. But, but that's just nuts to me. So like a- 243, these, like, big movies, I'm, I'm expecting Eternals is going to be a long one. Doom yep. is going to be a long yep. one. Yeah, so. yep. I guess this is a good kind of good kind of, you know, I would assume
1: assume no way home is going to be a long one.
0: It's going to be a long one. Yeah. So um, I expect this is a good kind of kind of, you know, you know, like appetizer leading into these next few months of longer movies. So I wouldn't mind that.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, Something else that I also thought was really well done um, was Hans Zimmer's score. Which I was actually, oh, great, yeah. I, I was actually worried about because I thought it was going to be more of like that, like Dark Knight, like do, 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 do. like I was worried about it. And then when Craig released the the clip, um, it's that scene we've seen in the trailer where Bond jumps off the bridge. Like the I, I'm not, I wasn't a huge fan of the score when that clip was first released. I was like, mm-hmm. oh no, this is like my worst fear with the score. But I his score, like the opening is great. Um, the pre title sequence with the score and the chase is great. Um. Cuba the the action scene in uh, Cuba that we've seen in the trailer uh, probably my favorite piece of uh, his score for the action scenes there Um,
0: oh the score was fantastic and I also want to highlight the direction of Kerry Fukunaga oh Um, yeah I thought the direction the shots were really really good dude Um, going
1: going going yeah uh, sorry finish up
0: no no yeah I really like uh, what I was gonna say I really like um, interesting shots when when you when you know not just like the okay here's put the camera there the person walks in but I love just kind of shots where you see kind of like it's in a different kind of angle so like there's a shot with Rami Malik in the beginning when. He has the mask on, and they like he, he, it's in the trailer. He walks up to the glass, and it's kind of, you know what I mean. It's kind of yeah. from your perspective seeing. well, I just like I like shots like that. They do a lot of those kinds of shots, like Sex Education, right. the show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But like this, this, just 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 it was just a really really well directed movie.
1: Yeah, and then going back to the score too, I think I nudged you in the theater for this. Uh, it pays a lot of homage to previous Bond films. It does, uh, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say which one, and you probably haven't seen it. Um, but um but immediately i was like oh that's the theme from this such and such bond movie and essentially that like it's weird because thinking about it now i understand why they did it and why they end the movie with the end credits song they do because essentially like you're taking music from that bond movie this daniel craig movie is essentially like that bond movie um
0: yeah you see you you're you're definitely the bond fanatic of the two yeah. i don't think I've, I've i've even seen the really really old ones i yeah. think i started watching the ones that like started coming I, out in the 90s and stuff like that yeah going yeah. going forward like i think the ones that i have like complete memory and recollection for is probably the one with uh with uh who was the guy before him pierce Brosnan. um yeah, probably those ones and then and then yeah, those those are probably the ones that I those are the ones that I grew up on mm-hmm. watching those, you know, with Halle Berry and one of them yep. and stuff like that. I thought those movies were ridiculous. But then <laughs> but then, you know, of, and then of course I like grew up grew up with the Daniel Craig ones, you know, for right. the longest time. I still remember seeing Sky I, I remember seeing Skyfall in um in theaters with my mom and like my family and stuff so yeah I I know you're much I, I'm gonna get the collect I'm gonna like I presume they're gonna they're gonna put out another collection i
1: I would assume so and I, would I was as-
0: gonna get yours the one that you have the Bond 50. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait because I think they're gonna I, put a collection on Spectre and uh, this one out.
1: I would assume next year, since it's the 60th anniversary, that they're gonna do a 4K. Yeah, stack. so I'm gonna
0: wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna wait, and I <laughs> because I, I, I wanted to get. I think I'm probably gonna buy the Daniel Craig collection that's in 4K. Mm-hmm. Um, but a part of me wants to just like wait for Spectre and No Time to Die to come out. Yeah, definitely before I get all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just super excited that I'm super. I was I, I was watching the movie, really really excited. I really really enjoyed it. Uh, I want to talk about the uh, a lot of a lot of weird people are calling this movie woke, um, because there's a black double oh seven and dude. it's like whatever, dude. You I, know I, what I mean? I, did,
1: I just want to say, I hate that word so much.
0: So stupid, yeah. It's
1: the dumbest thing that's ever been created and like and the thing the thing with Lashana Lynch is it's like oh they put like a black lady in a Bond movie this series is gone live and let die had a black lady in it die another day Mm -hmm. Halle Berry's in die another day Halle Berry's a person of color too it's like the Mm -hmm. series has done this all before and then the whole thing with Lashana Lynch is it's like nope they all just misconstrued that too so
0: you know i i loved it as far as her character i did too i love this i love the setup too when she comes in i love how she's introduced i love how how their relationship kind of plays out because those
1: i liked it because this might be to say bond girls is probably an outdated term but i mean Mm -hmm. i'm just so used to it so i'm gonna say it sorry but um but like but that's what makes like bond girls like the best bond girls when they actually have characters like that and Lashana Lynch's character Nomi is has like a really like three-dimensional character same with
0: yeah same with Anna de and, when and, she's, and if you if you don't watch the marketing too when she's introduced you would think oh it's another girl he's gonna sleep with or whatever exactly um but then you know uh you get the classic line when she's like you know uh, oh uh, what does she say something about his knee and oh yeah she, that, she's like if, if you, get, lines. you get you get my
1: way I'll put a bullet in your knee the one that works
0: yeah, I love that line. I remember yeah. from the from the first trailer they put that in there. Yeah. Uh just I thought she commanded the screen really well and um I thought she was great. I I liked um I I just liked I like the performances in the movie. I, I thought all the performances it's, it's, were really really good.
1: It's Craig's best performance as Bond for me.
0: It's I'll the agree, yeah. it's the one where he's
1: having the most fun. It's the one where it seems like he's like, "All right, like I I kind of fucked up with some comments after Spectre, like now I'm like I am like actually committed to this like" you could tell like he was like full blown, like 110%, like giving all the energy he had to, you know, give us a really good final Bond film and totally delivered. And um, because of that, now that I've seen the movie twice, I had to get this to sink in. Casino Royale came out. I thought he was the second best. Uh, mm-hmm. Skyfall came out. I thought he equals Sean Connery. Now, because of his performance in this and having seen the movie a couple times now and knowing how it ends, I think he's actually the best Bond.
0: Really? Yeah. Well I haven't seen all I haven't seen. I haven't watched all the movies, so yeah. I can't really. Yeah. I will say I like his Bond a lot. Yeah. Because yeah. he's got he's um, got
1: he's got the he's got the charm, but it's like you feel like he could get into a scrap if you run up to him in the street just for no reason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um What I will what I will say is that what I will say is that um i i i thought he did great in the movie i was the rumors going around when the movie was getting was getting made was just like issues and like you know about how he kind of was kind of holding out before doing the movie so a lot of people were kind of gonna were already accusing him of how Oh, he's going to phone it in. It's going to be a terrible performance and stuff like that. It's going to be one of the worst Bond movies. But I, I thought he was, I thought he was into it enough, and I really liked his performance a lot. Yeah, so. and and
1: it, and it's cool too because it's like an evolution of his performances. Because this is the one where he's kind of like very talkative in this one, where we haven't mm-hmm. really seen that in the previous four.
0: And he has a lot of charisma in this one too, which yeah. I did not see in.
1: They, 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 yeah, ex- uh, I think, and I think that's because of his his broken leg in that movie i think he was just Mm -hmm. like trying to just get through it and be like i think he was in a lot of pain in that movie so it Mm -hmm. kind of showed up but like yeah they they give him some i mean they bring the one-liners back uh that were very prominent when the pierce brosnan era they bring some of them back so it's it's really the craig film that feels more like a Brosnan or a Moore era Bond film, but for Daniel mm. Craig. But it still has like all of the emotion, all of the action that you expect from Daniel Craig. Like it gets brutal at times with with the the scraps and the fights. And I mean that there there's like a one take up a stairwell that I thought was magnificently done, and even that was brutal. Like it's it was a good mix of the classic Bond era and the modern Bond era
0: yeah agreed agreed so uh that being said let's get into performance not performances let's get into spoilers sorry i don't know why i said performances (laughs) but um let's get into spoilers for the movie um the only thing i would actually say as far as spoilers everyone if you haven't seen the movie go out and see it come back talk with us um, let's give it about 10 seconds here before we start. Yep. Uh, was there any other non-spoilery things to get into before? Um, I, I mean, before? I
1: just want to wrap it up before the non-spoiler. Um, Rami, Mil- Rami Malek as Safin. Um, I think he's a haunting villain. I, he's not in the movie all that much, but I think he serves his purpose. Um, yeah, I I don't know how
0: I feel. I don't know how I feel. About I do like, Yeah, I, like I just, I like
1: he he oozes Bond villain. But I get like I understand if you don't think he was up to his potential. But like his opening scene's amazing.
0: The opening uh, scene was great. He's wearing a wearing a mask.
1: Yeah, but um, but yeah, great. but yeah, like lots of callbacks to previous Bond films, as I mentioned a little bit with the score. But they reference some other things. It's it's fan service that doesn't feel like. On the nose, like in your face, fan service, like it did in die another day. Um, mm-hmm. It's really more subtle. So, I mean, I could not have been happier with the way this movie turned out.
0: Oh yeah, agreed. Okay, so let's get into uh, spoilers. Five, four, three, two, one. Spoiler warning, everyone. So, what I will say as far as spoiler goes, the the uh, talking about Rami Malik, what I, I just said that I don't know how I feel about him yet, and I, and I think it's just like. As an actor, he's just—he's kind of all feels, over the place. He feels very inconsistent, yeah. to me. Because it's like I'm watching Mr. Robot, and he's fantastic, and it's like a chilling performance. And then I get into Bohemian Rhapsody, and when Bohemian Rhapsody came out, I enjoyed it. And mm. but then Twitter told me not to enjoy it. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? I enjoyed you know. it, and his performance—I thought it was—it was really good, as far as. Trying to be Freddie Mercury and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then there's just other things that he's in. I'm the like, little I things, no, yeah, like I, the little things. It was super boring of a performance, and then this one, like it, it's it's a Bond villain and it's very campy right. what he's doing. But first of all, he's not in the movie a lot. He has like he comes I, in. Like, I, I didn't mind. Half, that. Yeah, he, he's he's really not in the it, movie it's a lot. some
1: It's something I hope they don't continue, though, going forward.
0: I just don't like when you market someone, they're all over the posters, and then up, they get, like, a couple of minutes. Yeah. And they are, we're in spoilers now, so are Armas. I knew I, that. I, I knew that, dude. From the trailer, I figured she would have okay. Her scene is that scene with the dress, and yep. she's there with the dress on, and she's doing her action scenes, and then yep. she vanishes for the whole movie. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, I wanted to see more Jeffrey Wright a little bit. Because, yeah, but um,
1: Felix um,
0: fucking died. <laughs> yeah, he he died. Uh, I, I also will say, I think the movie, bes- I think the movie besides the ending is very predictable. Um, and I oh, think that yeah. just comes with the territory. Yeah, but the whole Logan Ash, I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, you know? but, I mean,
1: I mean, yeah. it was so, it was so obvious when they cast Billy yeah. Magnus, and I was like, yeah, he's he's either he's either working for Safin or he's working for Specter, and turns out he's working for saffin so um and he's the one that kills felix i mean yeah i mean the script is obviously predictable but when you have such a strong emotional core like this for me that ends up becoming like a nitpick like when i'm so invested in the character and the emotional journey and where that end game actually goes i can kind of overlook like script predictabilities and implausibilities mm-hmm. in the script itself and how absurd the script actually is um so i so it's just something i can overlook it's not really something i thought about all that much, but mm-hmm. I, I I get it though,
0: yeah, and then, uh, the big spoiler is that uh at the end, he dies, yeah, um, uh, I wasn't expecting it i I thought for some reason, I thought Twitter or just social media would be a blade because I feel like it's one of the things where you don't kill James Bond. I don't know if that's just me, is yeah, that, I, I mean they
1: had they killed him in the past, no, they haven't, because, yeah, that's why yeah. I was
0: I was surprised and, at the that the reaction was a little better, you know?
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I think it's something that I'm at peace with, but, like, at the same time, it's, like... it's For me, it's the exact opposite of how Luke was handled in The Last Jedi, where it's like, oh, Luke's like this old hermit. No, you're wrong if you think that that's not how Luke should be right now. Like, I'm like that with Luke Skywalker in that movie. When it comes to actually them killing Bond, it's like, yeah, if you hate that, like, personally, I like it i think it was well done but if you hate it like i completely understand
0: (laughs) um go ahead say it again
1: like because i get it like i've seen a lot of imdb user reviews being like oh that's a slap in the face to ian fleming and like 44 years or 50 year or 59 years of Mm -hmm. cinema history right there like James Bond always lives at the end of the day but I'm like but at the same time like I I get that like but Craig's Bond movies take place in a different continuity than the Connery movies the Moore movies the Dalton movies the Brosnan movies where where it was very strongly hinted at that those actors, those five actors, Lazenby B in there as well, even though he only did one, that those five actors are all playing the same guy. Like we're in a rebooted timeline where you can actually just kill James Bond if you really want to and then it's it's gonna be weird though because are they it's like are they gonna do a hard reboot again or are they gonna do like a soft reboot like i don't know how they're gonna or are they just gonna go back
0: i'm I'm sure it's gonna be like a hard a hard reboot yeah yeah
1: that's what i that's what i would think so i mean that's kind of why like i'm like yeah i see the problem with that but at the same time i'm like it's so well done in my opinion where it's like it didn't bother me and I and like I would never be against the concept of killing James Bond cuz Ian Fleming did that in his novels and then he got a lot of backlash so next he wrote the next one and it was like all right like he's alive now but he has amnesia so <laughs>
0: Yeah, I th- I thought it was gonna be a lot of backlash when it happened. I was like, that's why I was like, ooh, I was a little caught off guard. I, 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 uh, but I did like it. Like, I liked the yeah. fact that yeah, uh, Rami Malek's villain went out by being the cause of James Bond's death. You know, yeah, um, I did like that. But just, just to, before oh, I, I listen, like the my the only is that the, the James Bond is, I'm trying to. It's like this big moment where you just poison him. Right, right, like right. A with, the, with with the DNA but thing. Then yeah, Rami is doing this like this. It's like you can't, like, you
1: can't hug, hug you can't, can't save them. And I'll say, in the, dude, even even in Dolby, like. I could not understand
0: what he was saying. Yeah, and I'm part. just like, dude, I don't know, man, but everything was, I think everything did work well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the stair. Okay. As far as fighting, as far as action scenes, I did think the action scenes were great. Yeah. Uh, the staircase fighting scene, oh, Dare, daredevil did it first. <laughs> Please get yeah. it corrected. Um, the staircase fighting scene was great. My favorite was actually the forest. I wish he was in the forest. Oh yeah.
1: The, the foggy forest. Yeah. I love that the, scene. The smoke. That, that scene's great. great. That whole, that whole chase. Face and and then when it moves into the forest and uh, mm-hmm. and Logan Ash is going after him, I'm like that perfect.
0: Like and, and again that, the camera work in oh, that scene is well fantastic. yeah,
1: too. Right. When they when they had the camera like right behind like Billy Magnuson and he's shooting through the windshield. Yeah, I'm that like, was great. perfect yeah and i love the little reference to for your eyes only where he smashes the car on logan ash and for your eyes only he kicked a car off the cliff and killed somebody so um so that was a nice little reference um i think my favorite actually was the pre-title sequence the entire the entire thing with lucifer come or lucifer um with Saffin going to Madeline's house when she was younger and murdering her mother, um, then chasing mm-hmm. her on a frozen lake, and then that cuts to Madeline when she's with Bond and Matera, and then the Spectre assassins attack him when he's in Matera, and that leads to a whole chase. That that chase there, there was just even though it still felt small scale, there was just more oomph to the action scenes. I think.
0: Yeah, I think I I thought the opening was great. I thought. Um... I thought uh yeah, it was very haunting too, the way he was the way he was like, is Mr. Whiteho. It had a it had a lot of like slasher vibes to that that I really liked as well. Yeah. Um I thought the car stuff was good. I'm trying to think of like other action sequences that I enjoyed. It's it. it's the really armour day, armist, day yeah. armist one was really good. Yeah, it's really just um, four
1: four action scenes when you think about it. There is, yeah, it's so the I, pre- I,
0: I wish Maybe I well I wish some of them was a little bit longer, but yeah.
1: Yeah, because it's really the pre-titles sequence. Then you have the shootout in Cuba when they're at the Specter party, and mm-hmm. then and then it really just kind of it's more just like plot stuff and like Bond coming back to MI6 and investigating the Heracles project, and you really don't have an action scene again for probably a good like forty-five to an hour until he gets yeah. back to Norway.
0: Maybe that's why everyone calls the movie like slow and all that. But stuff. Like even then, I didn't like, mind it.
1: Yeah, even then, it's still interesting.
0: Like I Yeah, still, agreed. I didn't mind it.
1: It's still having fun mm-hmm. in those scenes, so...
0: Alright, Uh, with that being said, everyone, as far as spoilers, I'll get any other last thoughts from you. My last thoughts is that I think the movie is really, really enjoyable. I think action movie fans and Bond movie fans like yourself are going to enjoy it and stuff. And yeah, I really can't complain. Um... Any final kind of thoughts from you? Uh,
1: Perfect send off for Daniel Craig as James Bond. Couldn't have been more satisfied, especially where we've been kind of let down by blockbusters in the recent years. Um, This was one where I was like, this can't let me down. Didn't let me down. Love, love carry Joji Fukunaga's direction. Um, You could tell what elements of the script he had written too, uh, which I, which I actually really enjoyed some of the elements that they put in um, like the opening, he probably did the ending where Bond died. Um, And, um, and there's something else too in the movie where Bond has a daughter. I would assume that would be his idea as well. Um, But I think, I think he's a great Bond director. Perfect. I I love it when blockbusters just bring in people like Ryan Johnson or Carrie Joji Fukunaga to like people who have made independent movies or like smaller budgeted movies just for a big budget blockbuster. And, it ends up being successful i'm like that's you know just warms my heart to see like smaller directors like getting their name out now so yeah
0: yeah yeah i agree um I think, as far as everything you said, I completely agree with. I'm super excited for the future of the franchise. I hope he comes yeah. back and does more I as far do too. As K. Goes me too and stuff. I do think this is when we're gonna get the new kind of the new generation of james Bond movies whether whether whoever that's gonna be um like you said, I don't know if they're gonna do a reboot. I don't know if they're gonna just like continue off of this um spur and then find a new ball i don't know what they're going to do but mm-hmm. i do think they have an idea of what they want i do think it's time to change it up a little bit as far as james I, bond goes I, I, which is why yeah. i embrace this movie so much
1: same same here i don't i I'm, I'm cool if they do like the more serialized like stories but like don't mm-hmm. do it don't do it for a while like next actor go back to like the anthology standalone thing and if like i've seen a lot of people just being like we have to get back to what made bond so much fun and that was the camp you can have the camp in the movies but don't don't make it where Bond goes to space. That's where I draw the line. Or if somebody
0: okay, that's my biggest issue with the criticism for this movie. You got someone like Rami Malik. You got a car with missiles and like yeah. and like bullets. You got a freaking it was like a freaking like. Like a a jet that turns into a submarine. Yeah, but it's not camp enough. What? <laughs> this, is <the> camp- <laughs> this is the campiest Daniel what? Craig Bond movie. <laughs> what do you guys? Yeah, want? that's exa- why I get so confused. Exactly. Okay, the, the 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 bad guy wants to use plants <laughs> as a toxin, and Moonraker. Uh, there's literally a scene where Bond blows up a, bl- a dude's head. By using his mechanical eye, but this is not camp enough. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah, like like I'm cool. I'm cool (laughs) if you do that stuff. I'm cool if you send Bond to a karate school, like in The Man with the Golden Gun. I I the where i draw the line with the camp is when you send bond out of orbit into space or when you have the villains having numerous facial procedures to make them look like a completely is, different
0: man this <laughs> this is the reason why i compl- i don't take a lot of criticisms for movies serious anymore yeah. because nobody nobody this is honest to god nobody knows what they want exactly. because you cannot be like i want camp this and be- then they give you camp but then, because no one nowadays, I feel like nobody knows what good camp is. Exactly. Good camp is like malignant and stuff like that. Right. Good right. camp is not venom, people. Can we stop? <laughs> like, it's like, you know what I mean? Good camp is no time to die. Good camp is like, is malignant. Good camp is like, it's like those kind of things. Yeah. But then nobody knows what they want because people are like, oh, I want serious action. And then,
1: like, it gets serious and they're like, we need to go back to the Oh, campaign. it's
0: too slow. It's like, but, you just said you wanted serious exactly action. so i i don't know what people want yeah, i don't know I'm, how you watch this movie and not see camp it, the eyes the submarine plane <laughs> the, the 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 machine gun True. car okay okay uh, okay ooh. what
1: one more instance Look, this is how you know this movie is campy so another spoiler alert bond and paloma infiltrate a specter meeting except it's not a specter meeting it's a birthday party for their imprisoned leader Ernst Stavro Blofeld. How is that not camp? And how is that not dude, good camp?
0: Whatever, dude. I don't <laughs> understand what people want anymore. Yeah. I don't know how you watch this movie and not, and not like oh, Dude, it's Well, not- that's oh, what whatever, that's
1: man. what I loved about it. It was just that, yeah. like when I say, like classic Bond era mixed with the modern. Like it's a good mix of the camp, like the lightheartedness that we haven't gotten with the Daniel Craig movies, but mixed with the great, like, brutal action that we have gotten with the Daniel Craig movies, and it meshed meshed all together.
0: Yeah, agreed. Um, All right, let's get off this review. With that being said, everyone, that is our review for No Time to Die. I highly recommend it. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, A little long, fine, but I I think it's a really – I think it's a good time as far as for the movie theaters right now. Uh, Alex, why don't you – Take us away. Let everyone know where they can follow you and what's coming up on your channel. Uh, you can find
1: me at my official website, Movies dot mystrickently dot uh, A bit of a late start, but I am doing my Halloween Spooktacular again, where I'm reviewing select horror movies. Um, Same. Late you're...
0: start for me too, but like this, this move to this new place yeah. has been a disaster. So. Yeah.
1: I'm also going to be bringing a couple people on to have a spoiler discussion for this movie that we just reviewed. Um, nice. Yeah. So uh, some Bond fans. Um, nice. So, yep. So look forward to that very soon.
0: All right, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter, as always, at Cinemaniac94. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at World. Uh Halloween reviews are coming up very soon, just bear with us i'm trying to get back in the swing of things um i know I like, usually i think everyone was so used to me um doing like six shows per week and now it's like one or two yeah like one or two shows per week since like the late of uh, since like the end of august but um i've been in the middle in the middle of a move and uh i'm, I'm still getting my equipment for everything's like late with bob's furniture it's horrible mm, yeah. i'm still getting my equipment for my my new office area where I'm where I'm going to be recording. So I'm I'm putting like stuff in there. Like like you know like the uh you know the studio kind of sound yep. things in there. Yep. I'm putting that in the room like um amplifiers and then a new table and then a new boom arm so i'm trying to like yeah that's all that stuff together right now i'm I'm on my little like foldable table recording this right now so (laughs) just bear with me everyone the shows will be coming soon Uh, cinemania live cinemania world the halloween reviews all those stuff are going to be coming very soon just bear with me and be patient thank you guys for joining us my name is Dwayne. that was alex we'll talk to you guys soon bye-bye adios